0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. And I'm so happy to be back with you folks at this time. I want to tell you how much we appreciate each one of you who have written and called and told us what station you're listening to. And, and uh, many, many of you have written say, Pastor, don't, don't go off of our station. Well, one of the things that I, I need to mention is we need your help financially a little bit. And uh, it's it's good to know that you're listening, but also we'd like for you to help us if you could. And if you can't, I understand that the old Trailblazer knows exactly what's going on in the country today. A lot of our folks are out of work, a lot of our folks have been laid off from their job. And yet, we're going on here, and the Lord has laid on our hearts to stay here. And we're going to stay on this station as long as it's completely possible, humanly possible. And then, what we ask that you pray for us, help us with the broadcast, tell others about the broadcast and then uh if you're uh depending on these broadcasts for your for your religious uh studying and and your preaching service, then help us with the broadcast if you can. Last study we were looking there at uh Adam and Eve in the garden, how they had sinned against the Lord. Our subject is the the uh the blood redemption, and we're looking at blood in the garden. but we saw there that Adam and Eve after they had sinned uh they lost their their innocency uh, with the Lord and ran and hid themselves uh, somewhere down the road in the bushes, didn't he? And uh, so the Lord asked uh, Adam, "Where art thou?" "Oh, my sinner," I asked you at this time. What you hiding from? What you hiding behind? Are you hiding behind a false profession? Are you hiding behind church membership? And the Lord says, uh, "Adam." The Bible says Adam said, "I was naked." Yes. Even when he was clothed with his uh, fig leaves, uh, it did not satisfy his own conscience. Adam's apron could not screen him from the eye of God. I tell my folks here, and I mention to you, you, the Lord knows all about you, my friend. The Lord knows you're ever moved. The Lord knows the eye of the Lord goes to and fro over the land. And the Lord knows your heart. He knows your ever, ever movement. And, uh, But what are you hiding from? Therefore, Adam fled. I wonder how many of you at this time uh, are trying to hide from the presence of God, say, by your religious works. Well, I've been a church member all my life, trailblazer. Well, does that mean anything? Well, I was saved when I was seven years old and baptized and, and, uh, and so forth and so on. Well, does that mean anything, my friend? Listen. All of those things are only an apron of your own weaving. Keep down your, deep down in your heart, there's that consciousness that you're guilty before God. There's a stirring of uneasiness in your heart that all is not right. You'll not come clean and come clear uh, before God and step out in the open and admit that you're naked without a covering. That's what Adam did. He said, Lord, I'm naked. We saw that we were naked. The blanket too short, the bed too narrow, according to Jer- Jer- Jeremiah twenty-eight twenty, But you will not admit it. Many of our folks won't admit it. Now listen, may the voice of the eternal, omnipotent God sound so clearly at this time until you will have to answer. O oh sinner, where art thou? And there will come the echoing answer. Here I am, Lord, just as Adam did. And then when Jehovah God approaches, he said, what hast thou done? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Why did Adam fear the Lord? It was because he was wretched. He had no covering. It was because Adam had doubted the love of God. Have you ever, let me give you this example. Have you ever been uh, somewhere in your bedroom changing clothes, and somebody opens the door unexpectedly, and you don't have on any clothes, and you you holler, Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what Adam did. He was naked before the Lord, and the Lord said, What hast thou done? If Adam had known God's perfect love, he would have never been afraid. You see, Adam Adam was a lost sinner right here. He lost his righteousness. He lost his uh, all of the purity that he had. He lost his fellowship with the Lord when he and his wife took of the forbidden fruit, my friend. When a poor old sinner lost and doomed and uh, begins to realize that the Lord loves him, then, then he begins to crawl to the Lord, for there is no fear in love, according to 1 John 4, 18. Why didn't Adam know the perfect love of God? It was because he had believed Satan's lie. Just exactly like many of you who I speak to on a regular basis tell me you're not saved and you believe Satan's lie. One of his lies. He has a whole pack of lies. You believe that you're too sinful to be saved. You believe that you're too good to be saved or to be lost. You're too, I, I've never sinned in my life. No. I spoke to a lady at a funeral one day, and I asked her about her salvation, and she said, oh, I haven't sinned in 40 years. Well, she was about 60 years old. What about her sin? My friend, we, we need to be careful, don't we? Well, yes, that's right. Listen now. He said, uh he thought of God as anything but love. When the Lord called Adam and said, "Where art thou?" this request this question reveals two things. First, that Adam was lost and that God had come to seek him. According to Luke 19:10, it says Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Then it proved it proved man's sin. And reveal God's grace in that He came to seek and to save him. Man was lost, uh, but God had not come. But had God, but God had come down from heaven to look for him and to call him out of his hiding place, that he might find a sure hiding place in Christ. Oh, my friend, I I, I come to you at this time with the gospel that Christ died for sinners. Folks write me and say, Trailblazer, what, what do you preach? What all do you preach? And I said, I only have one message, and that is that Christ died for sinners. Now, I know that many of you hear the old Trailblazer broadcast, and you revel in the broadcast of me being true to your soul, my old country homespun message. Folks tell me I love your old homespun message. But, my friend, my my thinking, my thrust of this ministry is to come to you Questioning your salvation? Are you saved? The, if you, oh well, don't ask me that. Yes, I have to ask you. you. I have to ask you because that's the primary purpose of the old Trailblazer, bro. It's not to make a, a name for the Trailblazer. I already have a name. Yes, and the old Trailblazer is going to be honest with you. And I don't know uh, how long the Lord's going to leave us here now on this station or on any other station. I don't know how long the Lord will leave me here. I'm eighty years old. And uh, my health is not all that great, but I'm, I'm staying here with it as long as the Lord gives us grace. But I'm saying that to tell you, one day this voice will be silenced. One day it'll be quiet. One day I'll be in the grave if the Lord doesn't come back soon. But listen, 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 let me go back. You know, for God to create man out of the dust of the ground, it took power. But for, for God to seek man in his lost estate, now that's Grace. Surely it took power, uh, the power of God to create man. He took a lump of clay or a handful of dust and created man and breathed the breath of life into that carcass there in the Garden of Eden. And it took power. The Bible says that salvation is by blood and by power. Surely it's by blood, but it's also by power. But for God to seek a man out, In his lost estate, that takes grace, my friend. That takes love. That takes mercy. We see here God seeking the sinner. We have a song we sang here, Seeking the Lost. Oh, my friend, I wish I could sing it. I'd sing it to you, but it's on one of our uh, radio choir CDs. If you like it, let me know. I'll let you have one of them. But listen, listen. What could be more blessed than to see God seeking a lost sheep? Yeah, we see the Lord here as a shepherd. Picture this in your mind, my friend. Just let your mind uh, get quiet just a moment. Pull up a chair there by the radio and listen, if you will. Or if you're on the highway, pull over there in the next uh, wayside park and listen. For the Lord, the Lord God of heaven, the creator of all this universe, he who holds the world in his fingertips, he who created everything, for him to come to this earth to seek out, to hunt out, to rout out or root out a poor old soul who has ran and hidden from him. Listen, the Lord Jesus said, the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. According to Luke 19.10, we quoted for you just a moment ago. That's grace upon grace. How many am I speaking to at this time who can go back to the time when God sought you Called you out of your hiding place. And then when he found you, took you away in the wound of Christ. And now you can say, he is my hiding place. He is my hiding place. Do you have a hiding place, my friend? Do you have a hiding place of, from, the, from the things that uh, beset you day by day? Can you go there to the Lord and say, Lord, you know, you know what a sinner I am. But you, Lord, Lord you love the soul sinner, and here I am seeking mercy again. This time, now let's see what happened uh, when when the Lord found Adam. We'll get there uh, in our next study, but I want to just touch briefly on it. How did how did Adam reply to that faithful and gracious inquiry of the Lord? How did the sinner treat the grace of God? How do you treat? How do you treat the message, my friend? that comes to you day by day over this message, this broadcast, and others. We know there are others out there. But how do you treat it, my friend? Do you do you spurn? Do you spurn the love of God? Do you do you entreat the Lord kindly and graciously and thank the Lord? Let me ask you something. Do you have a thankful heart? I see so much now of, of uh, where there's bitterness and, 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 and uh, complaining and always uh, in a stew and a stir. Do you ever take time to thank the Lord for the breath that you're breathing, my friend? I often tell my folks here in my congregation and you who listen over the radio or the Internet, I tell you, take time out to thank the Lord. The Scripture says, be thankful in all things in all things my friend that's a that's, a, that's a, a command of the lord to be thankful in all things and i tell you how you can do that if you'd like just get up in the morning when you get up we all the lord wakes us up if we're uh, able to be up and around and he wakes us up and when you get up the first thing you do is put your feet on the side on the floor on the side of the bed and i do sit there a minute maybe and and meditate just a moment or two and think about the the day that's coming before you, what you're going to do and all that. But before you do that, take a moment, just a moment, and say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Thank you, Lord, for a good night's rest. Thank you, Lord, for a faithful wife and husband. Thank you, Lord, for a roof over my head. Thank you, Lord, for the grace of God. Oh, do you ever do that, my friend? Are you thankful in all things? Are you a murmur and complainer? I get so tired of folks complaining, complaining, complaining of the bed too short and the cover' too heavy, and the air conditioner's not running, and all the time you're breathing the breath of life, the breath of God's air that he's given to you, and you're complaining about it. We're living in the most complaining day of 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 I've ever seen, and i've seen I've seen a lot of things in my life, my friend. But I hear so much complaining today, and it makes me sick. It just makes me heartbroken. But the old trailblazers are going to get back in our study. Tomorrow, in our next study, we're going to look at how Adam treated uh, that inquiry. The Lord says, where art thou, Adam? and how he treated him. But the Old Trailblazer would like to hear from you. And then remember the Old Trailblazer's address, the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.